Welcome back, listeners. Thank you for joining us again on our ongoing investigations into these disturbing audio tapes. We have seen quite a few new viewers and an uptick in people trying to help us solve this mystery. So first, I would like to welcome all of our new viewers and say thank you to everyone who is trying to help us with this investigation. I understand you have found multiple comments to be quite helpful, right, Jack? Very much so. Can you give us any insight on your personal investigating? No. I'm not trying to be difficult. I just can't really delve into my investigation because I use information from future tapes. And as we've discussed, I don't want to put any preconceived notions into our listeners' heads in case I'm wrong. I understand that. I I mean, are can you tell the audience why the comments are useful so that maybe you can help them realize what they're supposed to be looking for? Yeah, okay. All right. Well, if the trap man is real and his story is true, then at some point a person matching his description will have gone missing, and that likely would have been reported. One of our longtime listeners, Matthias J. Deja, brought up several useful points. And Matthias, I hope we got your name correct there. Um, so what did he bring up that was helpful? Well, he discussed how the trap man claims that insanity is contagious, and that likely means that he either is, or at least was, insane at one point. Therefore, it's possible that he spent some time in an institution. How is that helpful? Because at this point, the best thing I can do is build a profile for the, who the trapped man could be. The more ways that I can narrow down the potential person, place, and time frame that I'm looking for, the more realistic this search becomes. So anything like that is very helpful. What other comments were helpful to you? Jim suggested using the Freedom of Information Act. This is something I have used quite a bit over the years, but the problem is I need something specific to try and FOIA. To any of our listeners who might not know, the Freedom of Information Act, or FOIA, is a law that was passed that grants the public access to documents or other data in the possession of a government agency or public authority, with a few exceptions. Right, but you need something specific to request. For example, I can request someone's arrest records, but I would need a name or an incident or something specific to ask for. Even if I made a blanket request somewhere, it wouldn't really help unless I had something I could cross-reference the info with. If I had the trapped man's name right in front of me, I wouldn't know it was him. That's why building a profile is so important. Well, thanks for the suggestion, Jim. If Jack wasn't aware of the capability, then that would have been extremely valuable to know. Unless you had any more to say on that, there were two comments that I would also like to address before we play tape D. Sure. One of our new viewers, Paul Kemp, stated, I'm also wondering if this guy is in purgatory and these tapes are some kind of paranormal mode of communication. Any thoughts on that? Well, we learn on tape F that that's more or less what the trapped man settles on as well. Really? 
Well, he doesn't fully commit to the idea, but he more or less says that what he th- that's what he thinks is most plausible. Wait. Seriously? Yeah. He even incorporates it into his routine with anecdotal success. I don't want to say too much more, but we did say we would discuss stuff that proves or disproves a theory if it was brought up. So, is that what you believe is going on? Well, no. I mean, I know the afterlife is a touchy subject, I guess, but that still falls into the category of supernatural to me, which is not yet something I'm willing to buy into. Okay, well, there was one more point I would like to discuss. Several of our listeners commented about how the trapped man claims that insanity is contagious and adamantly declares that his brother is insane. You yourself said that these tapes almost drove you insane as well. So our listeners want to know, doesn't it seem all the more likely that the trapped man is simply insane? I really hate that line of thinking. There's nothing simple about insanity. People like to use it like it's some all-encompassing condition. They like to act as if someone is insane, then everything they think or feel is somehow questionable. No, I don't think the trapped man is insane, but to be a bit more frank about it, I don't care either. Sane, insane, dead, alive, real or fake, he still sent all of these tapes to me, unprovoked. Okay. Um, Well, is there anything else you would like to talk about before we move on to tape D? Let's just get to it. All right. We do have to warn our listeners, some people might find some of the language and circumstances being described in this tape disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. Good news. I'm the proud owner of a brand new bike. So, one way or another, this is my last night here. I was able to get down these stairs in the flower shop by um, counting all of the stairs I could see. And then there were 18. And then before I started walking down them, I closed my eyes and I just counted every step that I took. One, two, three, four, until I got to 18. And then I took one more step and I opened my eyes and there I was. I wasn't on the stairs anymore. I was on the basement landing and there was a door in front of me. And I opened the door and sure enough, it opened into this half-existent basement room. The other half must have fallen into the ravine. I brought my bridge with me and stretched out across into the basement of Kings and... It's able to cross the bridge, no problem. I mean, I just assumed I was going to die at the midway point, but I guess luck was in my favor that night. 
And once I got into King's, it was a King's Ransom, if you will. Plenty of bikes. I even picked up a helmet and some biking gloves. Picked up a small hatchet and a new backpack. There was some food in there even. Some beef jerky that I took. Got a brand new pair of socks while I was at it too. It was a bit of a hassle getting the bike across the bridge, but I made it work. And then I even rode the bike back to the bowling alley. So, I made it. I'm going to do my penance tonight. But I'm sure the thing from the woods is going to come here. But I don't care. I don't care how much sleep I'm able to get tonight. Because I know tomorrow... Tomorrow I can leave. I've decided that when I walk out those doors tomorrow, I'm, I'm never, I'm never walking back through them. If I get out there and, and something happens with the plan and, and and something doesn't work, then I'll improvise and or I won't. But either way, I, I'm not coming back. The only thing left to decide is whether or not I'm going to the house. I didn't. You know, I, I was telling myself that I wasn't even going to bring up the house. That the house was forgotten, but... But the fact that I'm so scared of it... makes me think it's all that more important that I go. I, I've decided. I've decided that I, I have something that I, I need to say.
And, um, yeah, so I would, you know, uh, go home and, and just watch all of them, you know, all of them that I could before I fell asleep. And sometimes, you know, I'd have to return stuff and rent it two or three times before I actually got a chance to see it. But, um, I don't know. I like having the variety, the option to choose, you know. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't even have like a particular favorite genre. It just depended on what my mood was at the time. You know, growing up, I did a lot of, um, horror and sci-fi, um, because that's what my brother liked to watch. And we watched them together a lot. Um, so, you know, I kind of have a bit of a soft spot for that. Um, but in general, you know, I just watched whatever. Um, And I think that's, you know, I think that's going to be the first thing that I, that I do when I get back, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to my, 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 uh, movie store and, um, I'll probably have to renew my membership. I'm, I'm sure they won't recognize me, you know, I'll probably come in and they'll call me Grizzly Adam, you know, but, uh, yeah. And then I'll just go through. I'll go through the shelves and just rent every movie that's come out since since I've been in here. And I'll watch them all. I'll just stay inside and watch them all. You know, it's funny. It's, it's, I used to not be able to wait until nightfall, which is ironic now. But I used to not be able to wait until night came on Tuesday night. I might skip the horror movies. Although I did want to see that movie about the sexy car that had Brett in it. That came out a week after I left for this trip. I didn't get a chance to see that before, you know, so I might, I might watch that one, I might watch that one first, yeah, yeah, so, um, so yeah, I miss movies, um, what else, what else do I miss, um, Concerts. Oh, I love concerts. Um, just the feeling of them. You know, it's like I, I've been to so many, and um, I've been to some great ones too. You know, and, but I, I probably, I probably couldn't tell you the set list of any of the the concerts I've been to. But, but I could tell you how I felt leaving every single one of them. There's just something about it. You know, like this. You're there. Um, with other people, people you've never met before, people you probably have very little in common with in some cases, but you're there for the, you're there to see this band that, that, that you love, whose music means something to you, you know, and, and in that moment, in that moment, even though you're all different and you're all separate people with separate lives. Oh. Yeah. 
listeners. All right, Jack, I know you're not going to give us any insights about future tapes, yada, yada, yada. But it sounds to me like this is the last tape. Chronologically speaking, was that your impression when you first got this tape? Yeah, more or less. And how did that make you feel? Personally, this tape gave me a lot of hope. Or at least the first part, that is. The fact that the trapped man ended up trying to leave, regardless of if he made it or not. It's hard to describe. I guess inspiring is the right word. Did the rest of your family share your hopefulness from this tape? No. This, as they all have, only caused more problems. Why is that? Well, you have to understand my family dynamic at the time. There were basically two sides when it came to these tapes. There was my mom and my side, where we were invested in the story of the trapped man. We believed the tapes were real, and we were worried about him. Then you had my dad and my sister, who thought my mom and I were crazy, and only viewed this whole thing as a nuisance. That divide only got larger with every new tape. Because each new tape drove you and your mom further into the story, which only served to make your dad and sister think you were even crazier. Exactly. It became this negative feedback loop. So, just to be clear, you did just say that you and your mom believed these tapes were real. Is that still the case? Depends on the day, I guess. How old were you when this one arrived? Thirteen. Can you talk a little more about how you and your mom felt about these tapes? Was it a big part of your lives, or did your interest only peak around the time the tapes arrived? Well, around the time this tape arrived, my mom and I got pretty invested in them. What do you mean by that? This one and the next two all came in pretty rapid succession, relative to the rest of them arriving. And my mom and I were really trying to figure it out, so we kind of fed into each other, I suppose. We spent a lot of time trying to work this out. 
I imagine that made life more difficult when it came to your dad and your sister. That's one way of putting it. Are your parents still together? No, when I was 16, my mom left. What do you mean? I mean, she got in a car, wrote us a note, and left. Why did she do that? I don't know all the details, and I really don't want to talk about it anymore. Right. Sorry. Um, okay. Can I ask you which camp your brother fit into? He went back and forth between the two. Whenever a new tape arrived, he would be on our side so he could listen to it and talk to us about it. And then shortly after that, he would go back on the doubting side of my dad and sister. Um, so, the trapped man seems to be all over the place in this tape. Do you have any idea why that might be? Well, I mean, I think obviously part of it has to be that he's stir-crazy. In the later part of the tape, he implies that he's looking pretty haggard, and that's not how he normally looks. To me, it seems obvious that he was trapped in there for a very long time at this point. Well... What about the snoring part in the middle? It sounded like he recorded over his big confession, but you can hear him snoring in the background. So logistically, how would that even work? I think he was sleepwalking. You can hear him snoring, but obviously he started the tape recording. Then you hear him walk off and shut a door. My mom used to sleepwalk and she would do all sorts of weird stuff. It just drives me insane that he just so happened to have started the recording right before he made his big confession. I know what you're probably going to say, but does he ever come back to that on a future tape? This one I'll give you. He does not. Damn it. Well... Whatever he confessed, it seemed to lift a weight off of him, because he almost sounds chipper in the last part of his tape. Yeah. A part of me has always wondered what he said there, but another part of me really doesn't care. Whatever it was, he seemed to be in a much better place after admitting it, so I'm just happy he said it. All right. Well, that about covers it for my questions. Do you have any final words, Jack? Nope. Well, that does it for episode four of Tapes from Beyond. As always, I would like to thank our listeners and remind everyone to like, share, and subscribe. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, and the iTunes store. We also have an official Facebook and Twitter account at Tapes from Beyond. Please let us know if you have any questions or comments that you would like us to address in a future episode. Until next time. Good night and stay safe.